on the rocks I know it isn't right To buzz off every shock But I can't help but hide I'm weaker than I seem And I can't find the time So close down and read So pour another glass Cause if I'm set to drown And drunk up on my ass That's how I'm going down It's not your nonchalance That led to this response It's the fact that you gave me the axe with which Hello, hello! Coming at you once again from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo. Thrilled to bring you another episode um, on our Four Chord Music Festival podcast special that we've been doing all week long. I'm joined with my dude... Mr. Brandon Robertson. What's up, man? Yo, what's going on, man? I'm just, you know, sitting here. It's We're recording this on a Tuesday night. It's going to air on a Wednesday, so everyone listening is going to know the outcome of the election. Right now, you know, I could take a guess, but before we jumped in, it's 10 o'clock right now. We were looking at the, you know, what they're saying the numbers are right now, and it's looking like Trump's ahead. Brandon. He is right now, which is... Uh, Are you worried? Yes. Do you think he has a chance? Yes. Do well, I like that he has a chance? No. I almost don't want to talk too much about it just because when people are listening to this, they're going to know. We don't know right now. So right. it's going to be interesting. Keep your fingers and toes crossed. And if you see flames in the city, get the fuck away from it. No doubt. Just leave. Just go and keep going and going. It ain't worth it, bro. <laughs> so we're thrilled to introduce another band, like I mentioned, that's playing on the Four Chord Music Festival. We are super stoked to talk to these dudes. Um, let's just get this going. We've got Don, Jake, and Joe from Scott Shank Redemption. What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm good. Yo, what's uh, happening, fellas? <laughs> we're, we're watching the election coverage tick by as you speak. About yeah. It. How are you guys feeling about the whole thing right now? Where are you guys at on it? I'm 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 a huge political junkie, and uh, to me, it, it all is a lot less stressful than most folks seem to be. Um, the thing to remember is that as of right now, like you said, it's about ten o'clock. They haven't counted any of the cities yet. They yeah. only counted the rural areas. Uh, so of course Trump's ahead now in the rural yeah. in about an hour is my prediction. Yeah. Um, Republicans do better in the rural areas. That's for sure. In the cities, inner cities, Democrats usually pull ahead. So you're right. It's just, you know, to be honest with you, I thought that it wouldn't, I don't know why I thought it wouldn't be so close, but it is. I didn't think it was going to be. You were praying. It'll be all right. (laughs) You you were hoping like, that's kind of where I'm at. Like I'm begrudgingly, looking at these numbers tick away and I know he's just got to fall off the map here eventually. But like at some point you just kind of like, you're looking at this realization, like he actually has higher numbers right now. So we're, theory. we're hoping that uh, the four chord music festival won't be our last gig. <laughs> in the United States, but Hey, you never know. If Trump uh, wins, you know, he may, he may say one. no more music festivals at all. Well, I guess he wouldn't have that power. Until... Dancing is outlawed. Yeah, 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 and that would be that would be some trouble for ska bands, and there's no doubt, and there's already, you know, enough adversity for ska bands these days. We don't need any more, right? I mean, what Bush Senior was good for punk in the '90s. <laughs> yeah, he helped um, out. Be optimistic. 
<laughs> so again, we've got a couple dudes from Skoshank Redemption. We're thrilled to have you. Um, since we're talking to three of you, why don't we let the listeners get acclimated to the difference in your voice? So each one of you just introduce yourself, your name, what you contribute to in the band so that we can start to create that separation. Sure thing. Yeah. Uh, my name's Don. I play bass. I do a little bit of background vocals every once in a while. Um, occasionally I'll write a song and I, uh, I'm Joe. I play saxophone and I do a lot of backup singing, uh, and I also occasionally write a song. My name is Jacob. Um, I'm essentially the front man. I play a little trombone on the side as a ska band. we got to have the horns for sure. Um, yep, no doubt. Essentially, and I, and I do specify front man. I'm not much of a vocalist, and I'm not the songwriter by any means, so I basically am, am there to be... Uh, the the antics behind the whole the whole scene for sure. Got it. Every ska band's got to have one. And just to preface mm-hmm. before we even dive into this conversation, Brandon and I, we could say were or still are. It's it's kind of unsure right now, but we were or are in a ska band called the Skunk Eleven. And um, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we we have other eleven of you. There was there were at one point. Yeah. yeah, um the band's been around for over a decade. At one point there were literally 11 members. There were three different saxophone players, three different like horns, mm. like trumpets, valve trombone. We had two drummers, two vocalists, guitar, bass, pianist. I mean, literally every instrument you could imagine was in the band. That sounds that that's the perfect perfect mix of instruments. It's, yeah. But for the record, it's a valve a valve trombone does not count as an instrument. What does it count as? I, I, it's a it's a noisemaker of some kind. That's fine, but you're I, you're not putting that in a class. I'm not calling a valve trombone a trombone. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't play the damn thing, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> Who am I arguing with? <laughs> neither of us. Yeah, you're not arguing only, with either one of us. Was there only sure. six of us right now There's that are that are still no doing? Longer the eleven. Yeah. No. Yeah. Your chances were good that you weren't talking to the trombone now, now the or valve trombone bad. player. So you guys are in Skoshank Redemption. Bring our listeners up to speed on a little bit of background on the band, where you're located, what you're all about, things like that. We uh, are located in, well, we all live in in Columbus, but we're all over, uh, we're from all over Ohio. Uh, We kind of got started yeah, we got got started around like 2009, 10. Uh, really got started in 2011 playing gigs and have had this lineup about three and a half years now. Uh, and and so we've been building up uh, since then and trying to get out of Columbus, out of Ohio more. Um, and how did we meet? We met the Space Pimps like... Well, like, Eternal Boy now. Yes. Oh yeah. Behind the time. Sorry, Eternal <laughs> Boy. Uh, we met. We met Eternal Boy. I think a couple of years back. We they they were coming through Columbus and they asked asked us uh, to help them out with a show and um, that's how we kind of connected. We hooked up there and now the Eternal Boy and it's all confusing. I we, I'm not going to say that we fucked, but we might have. <laughs> we, we definitely. Well, if we know Rishi at all, it's a yes. Chan- yeah, chances are mm-hmm. that something went down to that regard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's. I'm not confirming or denying that. That's just... Yeah, I haven't washed my hands since. Uh, <laughs> it's nice. 
<laughs> I love hearing that a band's from Columbus. I, I was actually born in Columbus. Uh, I grew up in right Cleveland, uh, but I was born in Columbus. You got the fuck out. Yeah, eventually <laughs> I did, but any place for a Cleveland Browns fan to go, Pittsburgh ain't the place, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, Cleveland is not a place for a Browns fan either. So, well, that's, I mean, yeah, that's really the fucking truth, too. So The NFL isn't a place for a Browns fan in oh, general. Oh, man. It, just keep piling it up. Number on. one pick this year, though. Uh, we're for sure going to be having that. Can't win a goddamn game. They'll trade it away for another player that's just going to get hurt in the first game. I'm up. sure that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Um, hey, being from yeah, Columbus, just kind of curious. Uh, Brandon knows them better than myself. Are you guys familiar with the band The Warren, the Warren Flints? Yes, we are. Brandon went to, what, high school with, with Kenny? Kenny, yeah. The, the lead vocalist yeah, and guitar player. He and I player. were in a high school band called The Rock Lobsters. Uh, back years and years ago, you know, with how, yeah, with how the Warren Flint sound, especially, uh, yeah, that that guitar it sounds like it, he would be in a band called the Rock Lobster. <laughs> yeah, so, the, I mean, it, it, all the best to Warren Flint. They sound great. It's just you know, no doubt, picking. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. So hey guys, what's the music scene like in Columbus? I mean, you've got you know, it's a college town with Ohio State and everything right there. But what's the music scene like from an inside perspective? I, I honestly, I'd say the being a part of the college town scene has been the biggest struggle for the, the music scene in the city. Um, I mean, obviously the population's increasing uh, because of that. Like every fall and spring, it's really really popular in that respect. But I mean, you you essentially you have to book around how this university schedules its athletics, and yeah, um, that's right. And then you've got a very I think outside of uh, New York City, Columbus is one of the the biggest hipster population. So there's always these people like these conflicting ideals. Is it really? I didn't know that. Brandon, did you know that? I did not know. Well, now you know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Now we know to stay away. Now, you know, it's the weird (laughs) combination of not that bad. The folks that have been in Columbus for a long time tend to lean more toward hipster. And then you've got the university population, which always turns over. So, I mean, we've, we've played shows at OSU that nobody that we played for is still there. So they don't like all dead. We, we don't have it, it's sort of you, you build up those connections and then they all leave. Yeah. And you have to start over. Um, that's actually one of the reasons why we're starting a Patreon. Um, so and, what is a and, Patreon and exactly? Yeah. So basically it's um, it, I mean, I'm sure every listening is familiar with like a Kickstarter or GoFundMe, that kind of crowd crowdfunding sort of thing. Right. Um, Patreon is is a similar concept in that we are asking our fans to directly support us. Um, but instead of giving one big amount right away, we're saying, you know, we are committing to, we're going to be putting out uh, music videos and, and behind the scenes stuff and new songs, you know, lyrics, whatever else we feel like we can put out for you. Um, we're going to put that out each month. And for, you know, like three, $5 a month, it's like a subscription service. You're wow. going to get all of our new stuff right when we release it. Wow. Yeah, so it, it, so it, that's a way for them to support yeah. us long term and help us build something that's a lot bigger than just a one, you know, one record or one. And it helps us stay in the like the public eye for like those people that have maybe saw us drunkenly one night at a show <laughs> during their sophomore year, which happened. They're going to see us like if they happen to subscribe or like there's constantly content going to be thrown in their face. So it's, it'll be harder to, to forget about us and it'll kind of extend our and extend our reach beyond uh, the city like like we were talking about earlier we, we've been to chicago once or twice uh we've been to indianapolis and cleveland the area. so we're, we're just trying to branch out pittsburgh this is gonna be our first show there 
so it's just a when we get somewhere and someone likes us, they will constantly have something thrown at their face so they don't forget us for the next time we come to town. That's a hell and of an idea. For us, yeah, the other issue that we sometimes run into is, uh, um, and maybe you guys are familiar with this, but like in the Midwest especially, when I tell people I'm in a ska band, a lot of people are not sure what that is. Yeah, I and, know. And so we have to kind of explain it. Um, but the funny, the kind of the, the not very funny joke of it is that ska is really popular everywhere except here. Like, yeah. Both coasts have thriving ska scenes. You know, Canada, Mexico, Europe, Japan all have huge ska scenes, and there just isn't one in the Midwest as much. Um, so this is a way for us to connect also to, to people around the world who maybe love the music, but we don't have a way to get to them physically. So this is going to be our kind of our online presence to, to make that happen. And and Brayden and I want to talk to you guys a little bit more about the genre of ska in particular here, actually, in a moment. But before we jump to that, I just want to finish the thought because it's it's interesting to me and it's new. Is this pa- Patreon is what you're calling it, right? Yeah, yeah it's it's uh, Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-O. E-O-N. Yeah, it, I can't spell. Patreon. <laughs> yeah. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com. It it, uh, it's a great it, way to approach, you know, maintaining your audience and acquiring new ones. It's really a great idea. Who in the band found this and, and suggested it? Because, you know, Brandon and I, as we told you guys kind of off the air before we started, you know, we... We play in some bands. We we were in a ska band and and things like that. Sure. I've never heard of this before, so it's uh it's actually pretty intriguing. Where, who found it and and came up with the idea to jump on this? Uh, well, yeah, uh, Patreon. If you guys are familiar at all with the the band Pomplamoose, which is like a big YouTube star, they they did a bunch of YouTube videos and got big that way. Okay, um, that band actually started the website specifically for other bands and artists to, to have this sort of, uh, it's almost like a Renaissance patron kind of relationship where right. you just make whatever you're making and people choose to support you because they love what you do. Um, so I, I was kind of following them a little bit and also heard of other bands starting to use it as it got started. Um, and so we've been actually for about a year now, talking through it and trying to figure out what would be the best way for us to make use of this, this platform. Um, so this is a long time kind of coming for us. It just to be able to be in a position where we can, you know, like I said, make music videos every month and, and have new content all the time. Um, well, it's a way to push ourselves to constantly create new uh, content. But the other thing is, like you said, it took us about a year because, uh, as you guys know, having a band with more than three people, it takes a year to get any decision made at all. Uh, for sure. No doubt. It takes a year to get a practice <laughs> together for us, you know. So, yeah, I totally understand. 11. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've gone through three drummers in the last calendar year alone. Uh, so, like, sometimes it's just like, hey, you don't agree with us. Well, you're not in the band anymore. <laughs> the, <laughs> so we do that That's with bass players. So, Brandon is like the sixth or seventh bass player that we've had in the last seven years so yeah the only yeah, one that uh, actually brandon. knows how to play the bass believe it or not so uh, yeah. I, I brandon i'm curious is this like something you saw the revolving door start and he's like you know what i'm gonna learn to play bass no i wish i could say that it did start that way no i, I don't even really play the bass I, I i grew up playing the guitar 
Um, and I play drums now uh, in the band that Angelo and I have. Um, but I've seen Angelo kind of be play, you know, playing with the Skunk 11 for a long time, and they needed a bass player to fill in, and I kind of just stepped in and you know ended up staying there. Sure. Yeah. It was a magical yeah, well, and the line that I've the line that I've used to fire people is uh, basically that. Uh, <laughs> not me, uh, <laughs> Joe, Jake, and I. Yeah, Joe, Jake, and I are all very strong personalities. We're very passionate about what we do. Um, we're basically giant assholes. Uh, <laughs> so, so we're fully aware that it's not easy to work Ooh. with us all the time. Uh, and so we're very fortunate right now to have a group of guys that are... are They're all sheep. No, no, no. <laughs> we love them dearly, but they I do. really hope they don't hear this. Yeah. You'll have to find they new members to the band again. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, no, we, we've got some guys together now that are are fully on board with with us occasionally throwing minor tantrums at practice, and because that happens when you you know are really passionate about stuff. No I doubt. Like Scott Absolutely. Music. Yeah. It, it has to happen. It creates a good dynamic for the band. Now, you guys touched upon a topic that I want to talk a little bit about and I'm sure as a ska band and keep in mind as we talk to you Brandon and I are in a ska band so we get the same kinds of questions and there's a stigma on it so we we feel you but we have to do our due diligence as podcast hosts to um, ask these questions so first of all why I'm rolling my eyes so hard at you due diligence yeah come on yes so Honestly, though, why start a ska band of all the different bands you could start? Um, well, of of the three of us that are remaining in this band, so this band, like like Joe was saying earlier, uh, we started kind of in 2010. At the time, I was part of a different ska band uh, called The Aesthetics, um, and Joe and I started messaging that band. Uh, the Ska Shank Redemption was brand new, and he and I started messaging like, hey, we'll try and get a show set up. My band had been around for about four years. Um, and we started talking basically right about when Joe and I confirmed that we were going to get a show together, uh, the aesthetics said, fuck it, we're done. Um, you know, we're, yeah, essentially, you know, the same issues as always, you got seven guys in the band, not everyone agrees. Um, so what do you do to get over a broken heart? You go out with a new girl the next day. And I went up, went out and met, met up with Joe and kind of weaseled my way, uh, to being a trombone player for a little bit. And then they're, they were kind of kicking out their, their front man that summer. And so I, I kind of threw my hat in the ring. He was um, going off to grad school. So yeah, Skoshank Redemption is your rebound. Down. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of how it, it started for me. So, like, Joe already had this idea. Um, the unfortunate name that we have is is his baby. Um, but, I mean, it does its job. People kind of remember, <laughs> like, whether they know what Scott is or not, they remember the band name. We, we actually came up with a band name, and we're like, well, shit, we have to be a ska band now. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that, I could see <laughs> not, that not being really. the evolution. Yeah, that answers your question, Angela. You said, why a ska band? Because <laughs> yeah. the name was Ska Shank Redemption, and that it just, they had to. So, guys, you know, there there's this mentality that ska music is dead. Now, you mentioned that you know, in the Midwest, it's not as vibrant as, you know, on the two other, you know, on the two coasts. Is Ska dead, would you say? Well, there's, it's important for people to realize, especially people like we're all at or approaching 30. I feel like people our age have this idea of Ska as being specifically 90s, third wave. Uh, Everyone wears fedoras. Yeah, that's <laughs> what people think of when they think of Ska and they're, if they're our age. But the thing is, Scott has 
almost a hundred years of history. Yes, it and does. that's just a tiny sliver of it. So for for me, like when I'm writing a song for us, I'm not thinking, you know, it has to sound, it has to kind of mix like what people think of like punk and reggae. That's that's not what ska is. There's so much other stuff to ska. So to say like, I think third wave is probably dead at this point. Um, but that really doesn't mean anything in the terms of like, I think of ska as being more like blues or jazz where that word doesn't mean a specific I mean, sound. It the, just means, you know, a certain way of playing or a certain mentality that you bring to it. In the, in the same way that like punk bands that were popular because of Reagan, like, yeah, that punk music is dead, but punk is still alive in some version or another. Like we just play our own version of things and, like no matter what you want to call it, we're gonna put horns to music and we make it sound good, and it's gonna like blow you away with the amount of energy. So it seems like yeah. people that listen to ska music, or if you were to ask someone their opinion of ska music, that there's not a ton of gray area. It seems as if people either obsess over it, or they are just completely ignorant to it or they think that they're educated on it and don't like it. Why do you think that ska music, maybe in its cliche form, but why do you think that ska music creates that kind of polar opposite effect? My theory with that is that um, even when it was at its height in the 90s, um, it was never actually cool. Like that was always my intro yeah. to it. Was I, I started out in punk bands, and, and ska was always, like, the, the less cool, like, nerdier version of punk to me when I was a kid. Um, and so I think that there are a lot of people who don't like the feeling of, of loving something that's not cool and, and don't want to be associated with that. So they, they kind of almost viscerally reject it. Um, I mean, the content of the songs alone, like, every punk song, I mean, whatever, uh, whatever genre you want to go to, it's all about love and heartbreaking yeah scott has a lot of that too but we also sing about stupid things like uh one of the, my favorite hippos tunes is about getting pulled over because you're in the uh in the carpool lane like <laughs> about not getting a ticket like just ridiculous content that you know people just might not uh, re re it doesn't reverberate with them maybe i don't know like and honestly we, we've had a, a lot of really positive response from people that have no idea what sky is um, yeah, and, and it's typically the people that know what Sky is and have these preconceived notions is what it should sound like or uh, and, or what it sounds like to them that they, they have like, like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, like Sky, no one listens to Sky anymore. And it's like, well, you don't, but <laughs> a lot of people do and a lot of people oh, yeah. enjoy it. And why do you have to be a bitch about it? Right. Perfect example. We were uh, about a, was two years ago, we were down in Athens at the OU block party the huge halloween party oh, they have every year number one in the these country all, i think no doubt oh yeah legendary gigantic and and you know these you, are all you 90 percent of the crowd was 25 and younger so too young to know about 90s third wave kind of stuff right and we played late that night and blew people away we had thousands of people going crazy because this was a sound that they had never heard before but it had tons of energy it had horns it had you know fun lyrics that had a lot of like people were like tearing down barriers and like leaping off the stage and like security was coming in and having them take people away just because for them they're all like college kids this is new shit this is brand new uh and that's exciting for them so that's that i always see that as an opportunity for us that there are 
for every like curmudgeonly like thirty something dude that's like fuck ska, there's way more twenty something kids that are like I've never heard that before and it's awesome. Like fuck ska, <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> it's got to blow people's yeah. mind at some point. You know what I mean? For for us that are approaching thirty, that's already happened. But uh, you know, for these these uh, what I guess you call teeny boppers are in their twenties now. I call them teeny boppers. They're that are hearing it. You know, for the first time. Uh, you're, you're opening a, a new door for them. So I think it's, it's killer. A, lot, a big part of it, I think, too, is the... Um, my favorite thing in the world is a guy drunkenly wandering up to me. He's like, dude, I played trombone in high school. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's the nerd, like who didn't realize that you could do something kind of cool. Uh, and so the, there might be a little bit of a stigma of like the people who hated being a band nerd in high school who just don't want to like Scott for that reason. But then there's that that the kids who are still truly nerds who want to reach back and they, they, they remembered having fun in the back of the marching band bus. And, and this was now a, an extended version. Cause like, seriously, we're all nerds. We just hide it better at 30. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? You know, you talking about that reminds me, Brandon, so much of Chris Gates and oh, they're, Dan the, they're, and they're band nerds. That's, to the, extreme, that's yeah. uh, the, the core group of people in the skunk 11, you know, that, that you're speaking their language um, you're speaking our language. I'm not going to segregate myself. Um, hey, real quick, <laughs> real quick before we jump off the Scott topic and dive into some more stuff. Um, real quick, collectively, what would you guys say is your favorite ska band? Oh my god. Um, we, this, this, this is again, we're we're three different people with three completely. All right, different so individually the then. And we secretly hate each other, so that's the other yeah, dynamic yeah, yeah. That we have. Um, <laughs> we only we only work together because we make so much money. I, I, I'm, I'm sure. Good. I'm sure. <laughs> so what? So then the three of you guys. I mean, what? What's your name? Uh, three same or similar or different ska bands? Should we say like? Should we go like one, two, three, and then say it? No, no, because that'll be a jumble. Wait, 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 so wait. Actually, uh, let's do that, and then we'll separate it so we can actually hear. It. But I think it'll be fun to like have you guys do it at the same time. Great idea, brilliant. You guys should do your own podcast. All right, so I actually, I actually do my own podcast. Plug it real quick. What is it? Uh, we are the sounds of Bus Town. So basically, if uh, there are musicians that travel through the city, I mean, mostly it was an excuse for me to bullshit with my friends. Who are musicians here in the city? Yep. Um, but like I've, I we've gotten lucky with uh, Bryce came through last month. We got a phone interview with them. Uh, we've gotten free passes to a lot of festivals just to, to like throw out the feelers and just try and talk to anyone who might be kind of uh, in that. Yeah. If you're if you're adding to the soundscape of our city, I want to I want to talk to you for sure. Hell yeah, that's um very similar to what Brandon and I are doing here at the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Who, which one of you? Yeah. I'm, I'm still um, separating the voices. Which one's the one that runs the the podcast? Uh, that's Jake. Sorry, Jake. No, no big deal. Jake, we'll have to get together and do a separate episode talking more about the uh, podcast and connect that way. You down with that? That we that we can do. Awesome. All right. So we're not getting away from the original question, though. You guys can't escape God it. Damn it! I was hoping it like. <laughs> nope. My memory is sharp as a butter bowling knife ball. bowling ball. All right. So as a <laughs> on the count of three, I hope you guys are ready. I want all three of you at the same time to say okay. your favorite ska band. Yeah, are you guys ready? What is mine even? I have no idea. I know you. I know yours. No, I mean that's you know it is. People change. Better start counting now. We'll never get it. <laughs> we all right, you guys better get ready to commit. We're gonna start to count. We're gonna go three, two, one, and you're gonna have to say it, and then we'll separate them. Ready? Three, 
two, one. Bottom industry. <laughs> okay. So that clearly didn't work, and we didn't think it would. So go, yeah. go down the line, and, and let's hear. But now uh, there's no taxi <laughs> Okay. Uh, Don, go ahead. So, yeah, uh, this is Don. Um, What I said, and it's kind of a a left field for maybe some people who are more third wave folks, uh, but Bomb the Music Industry is the one that I look at. A lot of people don't even call them a ska band, but it's, you know, Jeff Rosenstock's project after he left Arrogant Sons of Bitches. Um, And it started out as just him with a lot of, like, uh, drum machines, and he was playing the horn parts on keyboard. And it slowly grew up into this crazy DIY collective ska thing. And and his songwriting is amazing. Um, some of the stuff that they were able to do just as like a, a weird amorphous collective is some of my favorite writing of the last probably 20 years, let alone ska related. So that that to me is, is number one right now. Awesome. All right. Who's next? Go ahead, Joe. So uh, I'm going to be that guy and I'm going to go with... Uh, my my first love, which is real big fish. There's no um, shame in that. Really they like, rock. Yeah, why yeah, is I know, that an no, issue? no, I know, I know. But, but you know, in, in the new in the new uh, in the new scene, it can be can be div- it can be divisive, 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 divisive. Yeah. It can divisive. be divisive. divisive. I, I don't know. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Right. Um, so oh, I'm I tell him to fuck I, uh, off, man. Hey, man, that's one of our songs. Actually, is, is <laughs> fuck off. And I was listening to a ton of real big fish at that time. So. Uh, Real Big Fish kind of, yeah, it was like my first love um, of ska, and I, I think that it it, it kind of introduced me, uh, for better or worse, uh, to the genre. I know that there's a lot more to ska than just the third wave sound, um, but it, it started me down this road of discovering different bands like uh, like Johnny Sacco, who they, they came through Columbus a lot uh, in like the 90s, you know, at the, in the golden era. Um, also though, it introduced me to bands like, like Westbound Train and, uh, and, and not just like the slackers, like, like other big bands around that era, but like smaller bands too. Um, and I don't know, it, it just like, they're, they're, they're my first love and you always remember your first and also Streetlight Manifesto, although it's kind of like, they're really, they don't want to be called ska, so I don't want to like call them a bad name, but they're, you know, <laughs> We talked yeah, about that. We talked about that topic with. Um, don't say that on Reddit. What's that? Said so don't say that on Reddit. No, no, you'll we, get downvoted. No, we um, we you had don't want that. who was it? It was Henry from. Was it Henry from Keep, keep, fall, keep survey Falling? Says. Flying survey says. Flying is their new name. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. From Survey says you know of them, huh? We do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He spoke very highly of all you guys, too. Yeah, 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 he did. He was really excited that we were talking to you. And and he was the one who brought it to our attention. And me being a ska fan, I didn't realize Streetlight Manifesto wasn't a fan of of kind of being coined with the ska tag on it. But, I mean, I can't imagine not throwing them in that conversation. Tom Kalnoki is kind of an asshole. Um, (laughs) Like us. uh, Yeah, much like us. He's gone out of his way to make sure that he doesn't want that tag. He likes being called. Well, America. to be fair, there is a lot of weight that is involved with Scott that a lot of bands just don't want to deal with. Well, and, I mean, like like you were talking about with with Henry, he passes on to you, um, passed our name on to you, and that's kind of the the one benefit of being a Scott band is that you're gonna know all the other Scott bands in the country and you yeah. talk to each other and, and you, 
so as much as there are that there are those people that hate that um and you won't get popular you won't get that popular being a ska band you at least have that uh that niche kind of carved into the music scene that you're always going to have some somebody it's a Plus, super tight-knit family yeah yeah absolutely uh i think if i can kind of get in kalnoki's head for a moment it seems to me like he's a guy who probably people put that like the fourth wave label on him like oh yeah street yeah. lights the yeah, next back, big thing well back in catch line too that's probably the big thing yeah and so he probably felt that as like a really uncomfortable pressure for a while so he wanted to get away from Scott. whereas for us nobody expects anything of us so we don't have to worry about yeah, it. yeah we kind of embraced <laughs> it and uh yeah. Well, I mean, Joe started this band like wanting to become famous and to put a middle finger to people saying, I still did it as a ska band. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's like, I'm going to reveal my inner nerd, but it's like when Piccolo wears his like weighted cloak Jesus and then he Christ. takes it off to fight and it increases his power level because it's, you know. You're uh, definitely embracing uh, we, the inner nerd on this one right now because yeah, it's we, going over we, my uh, head. <laughs> we, uh, we're, we're, yes, that's what we're doing. We're training with a weighted cloak. Did Rocky do that? Sports. Um, no. Um, anyway, okay, so to answer the question, because I figured you're going to come back eventually. Um, I'm definitely in the streetlight camp uh, as being one of my favorite bands, um, but I didn't want it, like, because you're either the real big fish of the streetlight, but uh, kind of getting into, like, eventually you've listened to them enough. Um, I think Mad Caddies is probably yeah. my one of my favorite bands to listen They're to. so I, good. I love them pulling the, the New Orleans uh, sound, that dark uh that very minor sound that a lot of ska skips over. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just kind of, they, I don't know. I don't know what it is about them. Um, they're older guys compared to, you know, what a lot of those, like I'm, I'm big into the hippos and just, and uh spring heel Jack who actually is still playing, I think. Um, and I love the boss tones, of course, but like all those aside, there's just a different sound that mad caddies have across all of their, their records. I hate um, they can do everything so well. They really do. Um, and whether it's the writing, the horn players, like it's just different style compared to what every other ska band is. So, I actually like Rx Band's first record. What was that? that was, hello? I like Rx Bandits' first oh, record. Oh, yeah. I love Their Rx Bandits. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. drive through Records, man. That's where it was at back in the early 2000s, you know? What was the uh, something something girlfriend? She's my she's my girlfriend. I don't know. No, right. it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long. It's been a while. But um, so so we got all of your guys' favorite ska bands then, and you named some good ones. Now I want to transition into talking about you guys and the music you're putting out there. And just to tease, in a couple minutes, um, we're actually going to play in its entirety. Uh, a song from Skashank Redemption called Lesson Learned. It's off of their album Hard Feelings for Soft Places. Can you guys give us a little background on that album quickly? Just let us know a little bit about it. I have a couple questions about it, and then we want to play this song Lesson Learned for everybody. Yeah, the, the, like, the really short pitch for that album is we have two albums out. Uh, our first one, To Victory, was all of our happier, more upbeat songs that we had at the time. Uh, and then Hard Feelings for Soft Places was all of our songs that are more serious, more uh, maybe complex emotions, and, and sort of that's kind of where the title comes from. Uh, so yeah, so it's a little bit of a darker record than our first one, um, but it's also, I think, better songwriting and, and just better 
more interesting stuff to say. Oh, well, yeah, we wanted to try. We went DIY with it as well compared to our first record that we spent a lot of money on, and we were happy with the outcome. But you know, for that amount of money, kind of you know, could could have been a lot better kind of thing. So we wanted to just try a different approach with how the songs are written differently, um, a different attitude toward them for sure. And that's a uh, the approach worked out uh, worked out in your favor because the the outcome of the album is is fantastic. It's high energy and and just you know Scott goodness. Now one of the tracks that stood out to me was Miss Ohio, um, and part because I went to Kent State University for college, so I have a little place in my heart. Sure. Oh yeah, for Northeast Ohio. But my best friend Brandon, who I'm staring at across the podcasting table here, uh-huh. his beard's looking gnarly as hell. He's he's looking energetic and and tentative to what we're doing. Um, he's from Ohio, so Miss Ohio just originally, initially, I guess stood out to me but as i was listening to the song at the end i just loved the piano and the you know the, the just the very you know artistic ending to the song so to put you guys on the spot i don't know which one of you guys was actually doing the vocals at the end is it one of you three sitting here it, it is okay it so is. The, yeah the story behind that um and i don't want to explain it too much because it is don soon uh he wrote it um we had had that one in the in the bag for quite a while I don't know what possessed us to want to do that ending, um, but even like it was, so it was Don fucking around. Yeah, we we were in the studio, we were recording the song, and the studio had this like very nice grand piano just in the corner of the studio. And so I think we had some downtime, and we had a couple mics that were just kind of like free. And I was like, "Well, fuck it, I'm gonna record this." As downtime a with a ska band is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah it, it never ends well. <laughs> it, it, yeah, well, I mean, it. it, it, it that's how we got the ending of that song. So, <laughs> so <laughs> you're saying it's oh, it's this beautiful artistic piece. He did that in about four takes, none of which sound anything like well, the other. Well, <laughs> and I, I should say uh, too that recording that is on that uh, is actually taken from a different session. That we 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 took it because we loved it so much. We we did the original recording of that song for a student's recording project at a completely different place and that's where there, there, there was like that really nice piano and, and don was sticking around and we lost our shit <laughs> and that's how that's the rest is history yeah. and so, if you listen real close next next time you listen to the song at the very end right as he does the little whisper if you turn it up right then you can hear me laughing in the control room I, from two doors away i actually can yeah. i i know what you're talking about i think it's that's an so awesome cool. song it's brilliant but the whole reason why i brought it up was because i wanted to put you on the spot can you give us a little bit of it right now just the you know can you sing us just a little bit of the ending <laughs> and don't be rude well, and I say can, no I, I i can but i have to tell you um the ending that as as it is on the record that is a product of of I have actually have a jazz degree from the <laughs> illustrious Capital University. Wow. Uh, so, so I'm a very I'm a very skilled improviser, and the everything on the record is completely improvised. So I can't quite get exactly what's on the right. I don't. That, no, that's okay. That's okay. I don't need exactly it. I just need the attempt. Okay. So, if I recall correctly, it was something to the effect of. She could be Miss Ohio. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm so glad that you um 
that you obliged and you did that. I was really looking forward to to asking that of you. So thank you so much. That was great. That is literally the only reason why you had us on this podcast. It was. So, hey, guys, we'll yeah, see, see you later. later. Peace. <laughs> All right, so no, seriously, that was awesome. Good job there. Now, um, we, we're we chatting up a storm here, and I think it's fantastic, um, but I want to make sure that we get to this. Uh, we want to play Lesson Learned from the album Hard Feelings for Soft Places in its entirety for all the listeners um, of the podcast and fans of your band. So without further ado, um, why don't we go ahead and do it? You guys cool with that? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Brandon, what do you think? Let's hear it. All right. So from Scott Shank Redemption coming at you from the Spinning Thoughts podcast, we've got Lesson Learned. My hair is on fire, the water is up to my neck It sounds like a bad situation, but when they connect The answer will hit me square in the face I'll burn and I'll drown in the very same place The steam will rise up to the sky and replace My cries for relief and respect was a man who could fix anything with a glance He broke and busted, just give him an hour and a chance So I brought him something I wanted to say Gave it a look and then he looked away Said what you must do, son, get down and pray As he pushed it back into my hand Yeah. 
Wow. Guys, I mean, without any encouragement whatsoever, wow. That was... <laughs> that was... <laughs> Exhilarating, to say the least. That was amazing. Ser- no, seriously, Brandon, what did you say? Speechless. <laughs> speechless. <laughs> Brandon, wow. what did you think? Lesson learned. I mean, literally, I, I am speechless. I There's no words that, that are Brandon, are give, give me a wow. Wow. <laughs> That's it, man. Hey, no, seriously, guys. Uh, killer track. Uh, before we move on from it, just give us a little bit of understanding and background of lesson learned for those who just checked it out and who I'm sure are going to listen to it again here when they finish the podcast. Tell us about lesson learned. Sure. So, so that one, um, yeah, that one is about, uh, and I, I hate how cliche it is, but it's about a relationship that ended really badly. Um, but the song really is about any kind of bad situation that you're coming out of and recognizing that you've, you've changed and you've maybe become a better person because of it. Um, but that's actually why there's all those stops in the song, uh, is that the song is about not getting what you want and learning from it. So we don't give you what you want in that song. So very end. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank yeah. you for the tease. Very appreciated. Now, look, guys, uh, you, you guys are a part of this Four Chord Music Festival, which, I mean, obviously we're doing a whole week dedicated to this festival. Tell me, number one, how did you get involved with this festival? Well, uh, we, we uh, going back to Eternal Boy, um, we, uh, we, we met them at, when they were Space Pimps. We met Rishi uh, and helped them out with the show here. Um, they've come through a couple times, and then... Well, well we, what really happened is, I mean, that, that second time, we um, they were super appreciative of, of us hosting them again. Um, but Rishi ran into a problem right before the set started and, like, just didn't have any hair gel. And I just, I happen <laughs> to have this bottle, and he's like, I'm going to pay you back. I'm going to get you this next yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was, it's entirely payment for, yeah. for borrowing uh, and, my hair and gel. And jokes yeah. on him, because it's all semen. It was all semen, 100%. Yeah. So lesson learned, you know, playing off of your song, lesson learned, ladies and gentlemen, is always carry a bottle of hair gel with you. You never know when it might come in handy. Hand gel, hair gel is uh, the key to success. Or hand gel. Or hand gel. Hand gel doesn't get you just on the show. It gets you headlining the show, I'm sure. Uh, A lot of hand gel. (laughs) And so you guys have never played here in Pittsburgh. Is that right? This is our first. Oh, this is going to be sweet. We can't wait to have you guys here. Uh, have you played with any of the other artists that are on this bill before, other than Eternal Boy, obviously? Um, and you know, keep flying. Uh, yeah, we we played with Keep Flying when they were Survey Says. Well, when when Henry was had his band Survey Says, it's an, it's a different band, right? Um, so we know them pretty well. Um, yeah, and then and other than that, it's kind of. Uh, have we played with Patent Pending? I feel like we should have. We, we no, have not played um, with Patent My old band, the Aesthetics, had played with uh, Patent Pending at one point. Um, and then I played in other bands that have played on the same show. So I've met them a handful of times. Um, no big deal. And, <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, the, the guys have been like, yeah, like they, that, that's one of those bands that like you're blown away by how much, how much stuff they can put out, uh, oh, constantly wow. writing music and whatnot. But um, that's one I'm excited to see live again, for sure. Awesome. And then Hawthorne Heights are like, Friends of friends of friends of ours. Friends but of like, friends, like just, yeah. like, just they're, degrees. They're we've little, never met them, but they're like babies, they're little babies, they're so young. <laughs> they're like what, twenty-seven? <laughs> With like the old grizzled men. 
So who but would I you? Think that's pretty much it for those guys. Yeah. So uh, of all the bands, then I mean, who would you say that you're looking forward to as a spectator, as a fan, to seeing the most? Um, I personally am looking forward to seeing uh, Keep Flying uh, because I I remember Survey says being really great, and uh, so I'm I'm interested to see the changes that have been made uh, with song structure and. And because uh, I'm really concerned with how like how people write songs because I write I write a lot of music. So um, when when people from one band make a new band, I'm really interested in seeing how that reflects in their songwriting. So that's again the nerd I like you know in me. And I've I've been actually going through and listening to you know the Hawthorne Heights and and Hit the Lights and all of the stuff of theirs that like. I was aware of, but maybe haven't listened to in a couple of years to kind of get myself back into it. So that basically all of the, you know, the, the top five or six bands on the bill, I'm, I'm like, yeah, give me all of it. That's all very much my shit. Yeah. Uh, Four Chord Music Festival is going to be held on Sunday, November the 13th at Extaza Nightclub in the Strip District of Pittsburgh from 1 to 11 o'clock p.m. Obviously, you can check out Skoshank Redemption and an amazing grouping of other bands uh, for this festival. So definitely check it out. Um, gentlemen, we... And for the record, uh, I think we're playing at like 2 p.m., so get there early so you don't miss us. Awesome. We might be the best band on the bill. I don't want to say that we are, but we might be. I absolutely think that you are, and I absolutely have not uh. said that to any other band that we've had on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so look, every episode that we do, we try to bring in some fun segments. Some are recurring, some are brand new. This is actually the second installment of this seg- uh, of this segment, and we think that you guys are going to really enjoy it. Um, we did it first with Keep Flying with Henry. Um, so we're going to do it with you guys again. It's called, is it ska? Now here's what the rules are. Okay. Now I need you guys to, to help a little bit. Brandon, I need you to keep track of this. Okay. So there's three of them. We got Don, Jake, and Joe. Oh yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to, Brandon and I are going to take turns reading you lyrics from a band or an artist. And you need to answer if it's, from a ska band or not is it ska we're gonna tally up all three of you are gonna give us your own yes or no and we're gonna see who the winner is at the end okay uh, i guess yeah yeah so again for, for, for voice clarity as you answer just say your name and if it is or is not ska okay and we'll go in the same order every time so it's that would be very 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 nice yes okay all right, so the second installment of Is It Sky, you guys ready? Go ahead. It's a vicious battle, so good luck to you. Okay, here's the first one. We're going to read you the lyric. You'll uh, you'll tell us if it is or is not Sky. So, I'll let you know. If you need somewhere to go, I'll be listening when you call, and I'll be there if you fall. I'll let you know I will. Is it Sky? Jake says no. Joe says yes. Don says no. All right, Brandon, you got all those? I do. All right, so here we go. The song is called The Brightest Bulb Is Burned Out by the band Less Than Jake. 
Oh, so it is Ska. We've got one for Ska. Brandon, who got that one right? Joe hold on, did. Time out, hold on. What record is that off of? Because that's whether it's Ska or not. <laughs> that's no. that's true. Uh, let's be honest, dude. That was... Um, Nobody knows. Uh, that's, that's, that's fair. We only listen to the greatest hits of Lust and Jake for that. We're very young people. All right, so that was uh, the first one. Brandon, take the second. All right, here we go. Circles. We're going in circles. Dizzy's all it makes us. We know where it takes us. We've been there before. Closer. Maybe looking closer. There's more to discover. Find out what went wrong without blaming each other. Is it Scott? Damn. Jake says no. Damn. Those are pretty good, though. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say yes. Who's I? Uh, and Joe. Joe's gonna say yes. All right. Don's saying no, but I'm I'm impressed with the lyrics you're yeah, using. They are they are very ambiguous. Brandon, I'm no. Lay it on him. Who is it? It is One Direction. The song is Same Mistakes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so now it's all tied, even at one. All three of them have one, right? Don's got one, Jake's got one, and Joe's got one. This is getting good, guys. You uh, ready to keep going? You have it on tape that Don said those are good lyrics. No, I said I said. We do have it on tape. And good for the game. (laughs) All right. Fuck it. I said they were good lyrics, okay? All right, so let's continue on. We're all tied up with one each. Here we go. Is it Scott? Everything was everything. But, baby, it's the last show. Everything could be everything. But it's time to say goodbye. So, get your last fix and your last hit. Grab your old girl with her new tricks. Is it Ska? Jacob's saying definitely yes. I'm going to say no. Joe's going to say no. Uh, I, I hate that we all of our answers have been kind of the same, but uh, Donna's saying yes to that. All right, so we've got the answers. The song is called Brown Eyes by Lady Gaga. No! <laughs> so All puts, those years of listening to Lady Gaga is paying off. That puts Joe in the lead with two. Don and Jake both have one. All right, we've if got two more yeah, for you guys, so you better better put your game face on. Brandon, let them let have it. Here we go. What makes you think you can do the things you do? Leave me at the party with no ride. Now I'm screwed. Borrow money from me when I need it, and I'm broke. And when I ask for it back, you make me feel like I'm a joke. Is it Ska? Oh, man, that's either like re- just really bad Ska writing or... <laughs> this is going to be like Bob uh, that, Dylan. Oh, man, that's tough. That's Bob um, Dylan, right? <laughs> I, that's, that, that yeah, it actually won him the Nobel like, Prize, that line. Jake's uh, <laughs> gonna say Jake's gonna say yes, begrudgingly. I'm gonna say Joe's gonna say yes too. Uh, I feel like I recognize that as like late '90s R&B. So I, Don's gonna say no, but that's not Scott. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Brandon, oh, tell wait, him man. tell him what it is. The song is called "Rotten" by Big D and the Kids Table. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> Boom! Uh, this is too much fun, actually. All right, so. Updated scores. Yeah, what's the score? Joe, three. Jake, two. And Don, sucking hind titty with one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we're we're on the very last one here. So, 
um, you know, leave it all out and on the Joe, field. And Joe, a win right here, a correct answer could secure this one for you. All right, you guys uh, ready right. for the last one? Go. All right, is it ska? And now here we are, here we are, in this big old empty room, staring at each other. Who's going to make the first move? Been doing our thing for a minute, and now both our hearts are in it. The only place to go is all the way. Is it ska? All right, Joe's going to have to go first because I'm basing my answer off of him. No, <laughs> yeah, no, that's not how this goes. I'm going for the tie, so whatever Joe says, I'm the opposite. No, that's not how it's no. We decided on we decided <laughs> on the order. Th- this is true. We did decide we to say in order. We didn't know so. I was going to be in the lead. We didn't know that. All right, we're going to stick to this, Jake. You got to go. Nope. <laughs> well, I, I'm actually statistically not able to win, so I'm going to say uh, not a ska song. Okay, man. There are so many. Okay, so there are so many songs that aren't ska songs that statistically, this is probably not a ska song. So I'm going to say it is a ska song. Who who is saying that? Joe is going to say it is a ska song. Yes. Joe says yes, and Jake says no. That's a good job. Fucking job, Jake. Good fucking job. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you want to tell them who it is, Andrew? I do. This final one, and then Brandon's going to give us the final score. The song is called Our First quick. Time by Bruno Mars. Now, now, hold on. Is Bruno Mars a Scott? Because he does some Scott He's shit. not a Scott. <laughs> you know what? Well, as you started that argument, I was thinking to myself, that's a pretty damn good argument. But we are classifying him as not Ska. And that takes our scores. Yep, yep. Joe and Jake tied at three. And Don, you've got two, my friend. First one to end in a tie. Round of applause for the Ska Shake. Oh, wait, this this ended in a tie? It did. Between who? Jake and Joe. Bigger question, though. Did we beat Henry? I don't remember what his score was. I believe that he only had... So, yeah. Three as well, so I think you you may be tied. We may need oh. to get you you guys on together and break this tie between oh, Henry no. from Keep we Flying. Just make a wrestling match? No, fuck you. <laughs> that sounds better than doing don't this. Don't want to wrestle you, Jake. Stop stop putting me in a situations where I have to wrestle you. <laughs> Doesn't seem like you're so against it though. You seem your voice peaked. It sounded. Like, I'm looking <laughs> at the waveforms like on like, my yeah. screen here as I'm recording, and your voice went. Uh, it peaked up when when the thought of that came up. <laughs> Can you play that back really slowly? <laughs> I, I might do it just for myself when everybody leaves and I'm by myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So. We're winding down to the end of this podcast. We're going over a little bit than our normal time, but that's fine because you guys are a lot of fun and we're enjoying it, and I'm sure the listeners are too. We don't want to cut anything out, so we're going to just cover two more things quickly before we sign off. So we do a segment every single episode, and Brandon's going to bring you guys up to speed on what it is. All right, we call it Lyrics as a Poem. It's as simple as that. Um, you take a lyric of yours and give us a verse or a chorus and you say it as poetic and sensual and exotic and erotic and sexual as you could be. Now, this is going to be kind of like, you know, in high school when you had to work in a, in a group and somebody had to be appointed like the person that had to stand up and talk and do the work. So one of you has to man up and be the one to take on the role of reading 
a verse of one of your songs in a very like erotic, exotic way? Who's going to do it? I think Jake, as our front man, is going to take the lead on this one. Fantastic. Um, this is going to be actually a, a new song that, that we've just started playing live. Um, but it's one that I wrote uh, after... Uh, Prince passed away. Oh, um, and it's sort of a sort of a sideways tribute to him. So it, it's our most explicitly erotic song. Uh, I thought it would be perfect for for this particular segment. It sounds Called perfect. Purple stain. <laughs> so give us the title, and then when you're done, just let us know when you're done, so we know. Sometimes we're sitting there waiting for more because we're so enthralled. So go ahead and let us okay. know the song, uh, and when you finish. I have to just do the verses, skip the chorus. So I'm doing the whole song, basically. No, no, no. no just a verse no, or a chorus. Just give us a good verse. Just yeah. something. Just a verse. Okay. I do second verse then. Yeah, so it's something a little shorter. That's the thing. Is like I'm not the one who writes these songs, but they just they pack all the fucking words. <laughs> You'll be uh, fine. And this has to be. We're talking sensual. Cause yes. That's not my. That's not my bag. Well, um, let's see here. That's what makes this great. That's exactly why we do this segments. You can add an accent if you want. We just we really want to kind of, you know, get the theatrics from you. You know, give us everything you got. Oh Jesus! Um, I think I should, Don. This should really be you, on you. You want me to do it? Yeah, I kind of do. Okay, you, all right. You you know the, the like it's your passion right here. All right, we we can do this then. Yeah, uh, and also, I have to really pee, so I just can't focus on anything. <laughs> to right now. Um, got a bottle. We do. So the song is called Gemini, um, and uh, goes a little something like this. I drove her back to her place. She said, "Would you like to waste some time?" She had posters up in frames of all the bands she thought were better than mine. <laughs> when I saw the way she moved, she'd make a saint soon embrace her sin. I gave it up with nothing to lose, and she got it again and again and again and again. Oh, I yeah. She got it a lot, really. Hey, good job on that. I, give it up. Oh, oh, sorry. There's one more. Oh, go. Throw it out. You jumped the gun a bit. No, so a little bit more. Uh, I left when she was through. I couldn't get to sleep. Made up some lame excuse, and she said she'd call me. <laughs> there you go. Yes. The story of a guy in a ska band was just wrapped up in in, in this little segment of lyrics as a poem. Let's give it up for yeah. him again. Yeah. That's like every Thursday. That fucking rocked. It's like every other Thursday. Oh, jeez. Hey, good job on that. Um, we definitely love doing that segment. It's always a little fun to be put on the spot and recite a lyric. And without the music, it, it can be a little difficult. So very nicely done. Very Hi. nicely done. I have to admit, I have listened to some of your earlier episodes, so I was prepared for that one. Were you really? Uh, okay. Well, hey, you know what? We're, we're glad that it's starting to catch on. I tell everybody, it, it's a soon-to-be award-winning segment. I say that for every segment, but this one we are consistent with. We're waiting on the nominations to come out here towards the end of the year. So, you know. Yeah, they, they have to come up with an award that would apply to that. But then once they do, and then they start, yeah. It, it'd be like, that, that's on par with Bill Simmons' Larry King Live. Like, that's, that's solid. <laughs> exactly. Like, if you were a tree kind of thing, too. Was that? No, that wasn't better. Fuck. So, with this being an episode <laughs> dedicated toward you know, promoting some of the artists and bands on the Four Chord Music Festival, which again is going to be held on Sunday, November 13th at Extaza Nightclub in the city of Pittsburgh. We have been asking this question to every band. Essentially, what we did, guys, was this. We picked you to be the secret Santa 
for another band on the bill. You don't actually have to buy this shit unless you want to. But we're curious if you were actually the secret Santa for this band that we're about to tell you. We want to know what would you guys get them. So all three of you can answer individually. The band that you are secret Santa to is Keep Flying. And for the record, they, he, they were your secret Santa as well. well. Why? Uh, you just ruined Christmas, Brandon. Oh, I guess uh, it's no longer a secret. Uh, but, a secret what, are you going to tell him that Santa's not secret. real now too, Brandon? <laughs> huh? If it's well, any it consolation, I don't remember what he said he was going to get secret. you. So. <laughs> Half the word. It's a good thing this isn't live because I'm cutting all that shit out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. So what is the gift that each of you will provide for keep flying. Um, what is, oh, uh, you know that, uh, that little instrument, uh, Melodica, Melodica you, you Melodica. blow into Melodica? Melodica? I don't care. It, it, it's not the, the important thing is that this is what I'm going to get for them. <laughs> uh, it's a little keyboard that you blow into, so it's sort of a mix of a piano and a horn. Um, and I feel like that is something that they could incorporate into their sound in a way that would be really organic and, and bring them a lot of creative options for that. So there was a, a lot a, more. A lot of, there was a lot more thought in that gift than I was expecting. Um, but I think I was I, just going to give them all both eyes. No, I, I just uh, bullshit. I would That's what give. I do. Um, so my gift for keep flying would be, uh, and this is a little unfair because it involves getting a gift for everyone except Henry. <laughs> I would get all of them. I would get every one of them the uh, the Jamaican. Rasta beanie hat that he wears. I would get all of them one of them, and they all, like, they get all of them. He doesn't get an additional one to like have like on an off day. And maybe he can get like he just has, has he, another one that he wears on top of yeah, the yeah, one yeah. he already wears. He gets a second larger beanie <laughs> uh, for that. Ah, those were really good. <laughs> good luck, I, Joe. You piece of shit. God damn it! <laughs> no, I was like, at first, I was like, should I get them all bow ties? But I was like, why would I do that? That's so fucking dumb. But so so what is thought, it? A bad friend. No, I think bow ties classes up everything, and I think that I would totally get them all bow ties. So fucking. But like the actual one, not the stupid shit you have. You just clip. Not clip on. They got to be you properly have, yeah, tied. Yeah, yeah. Do you know but how I'll to tie one? What if they don't? You just gave them a useless gift. Then, if you don't know how to tie one. No, no, no. The follow up gift is also I. Uh, I will give them bow tie lessons. <laughs> one bow tie tying uh, lesson tie attached to the bow tie. Yeah, and a little handmade coupon booklet that he's going to give them. <laughs> one of them is sucking give, a dick, is giving but the second one is, is tying a bow tie. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. I didn't want to be... If somebody came up to me and said, Hey, Angelo, do you want to be in the band Keep Flying? I would have said, Fuck no. No, I don't want to be in that band. No way. But, but, bow but now that I heard the secret Santa gifts that you guys are giving them... God damn it, Henry, let me in this band so I can get on this. Jamaican hat with bow ties, jam in your melodica. I could be that player. Yes, I could. You could uh. be the melodica player, wear a beanie, and have a bow tie. And probably maybe know how to tie it. You know what? I think we're going to have to finish this conversation Nothing off the else, air though. because I'm getting too excited. This is um, this is beyond. <laughs> Nothing else. Every sky band needs a, needs a hype man, right? You're yeah. right. You're right. And I am... Um, my resume is out there, so if you need it, you let me know. Uh, gentlemen, nicely done on the Secret Santa segments. Um, keep flying. There are some lucky guys to, to get the gifts. So this is the saddest part, though, 
the saddest part of the podcast. You know, we've spent some time together, we've bonded, and uh, we've become good friends, but it's time for us to say goodbye. This is the end. So before we sign off, we want to let you guys have an opportunity to inform our listeners and your fans on where they can find you online and things like that. Go ahead and plug yourself a little bit. We are on Facebook, uh, the Skoshank Redemption. We're also on uh, Twitter, uh, <laughs> I guess. At, 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 oh, we have a Twitter and an Instagram <laughs> that we never use, but our Twitter is uh, at Skoshank Skanks, and our Instagram is just Skoshank. Uh, we don't post on either of them. We're, so we're pro- we, we typically post when we go on the road on, on, uh, on, on Instagram, uh, but we're all really boring, so we don't really, you know all that thing and the, um, the big thing for us though is uh this patreon that we're putting together um you can actually go to it by the time this podcast comes out tomorrow it, it will be live you can go to the patreon page that we have um just look us up and you'll on patreon you can see and two of our faces not uh my face or not jake's face but don's face and our <laughs> guitar player james's face uh them saying hey and introducing the page um yeah and that's going to be probably at patreon.com slash i think i got that url Awesome. Out. I think I got it figured out. Awesome. Definitely uh, support these guys. Yeah, we also have a like band camp. Yeah. And and and, uh, and whatnot. Scotshank.bandcamp.com. And uh, we're on you know we're on Spotify if you want to listen to us. We're on iTunes if you want to buy our shit. All that. Good yeah. Stuff. Feel free to put our record on before you go to bed and just keep it real low and just let it play on repeat. Yeah, yeah. While you're sleeping. Especially the ending in Miss Ohio is real soothing. Puts me to <laughs> that song puts me to bed. And I know how my nightcap is going to. Um, come about here now with that recommendation so definitely you know support these guys um we're excited about the patreon account that you guys are setting up so um shoot us over the link tomorrow guys um we'll we'll post it alongside of this episode and everything and um keep us in the loop as you continue to make strides in the music scene and put out new music and have new shows we'd love to have you on again okay much appreciated. Thanks for having us. Yeah, pleasure, yeah. pleasure to be with you. Yeah, fellas, thanks for giving us uh, over an hour of your time. You guys are awesome. Jake, Joe, and Don from Skoshank Redemption, thank you again for joining us. We'll talk soon. Yeah. All right, guys. Peace out. See you. Once again, we want to thank Jake, Joe, and Don from Skoshank Redemption for joining us here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. You can check these guys out at the Four Chord Music Festival on Sunday, November the 13th at Extaza Nightclub in the city of Pittsburgh. Brandon, I got to know, man. What are you thinking? I'm thinking they said they play at 2 p.m. on Sunday. So just like we've been saying this whole week, go out at the beginning of the show. Stay till the end of the show. You're not going to want to miss Skoshank Redemption, period. Be there. Follow the Spinning Thoughts podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and our website is spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts podcast, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon. We're signing off from the Spinning Thoughts podcast world music megaplex here at Evergreen Studios. Peace. Peace out. It's been a ride that's filled with smoke and mirrors A custom made of wood and not a seal Some of
Like a glass of 